This is Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, which is part of the Replicate Podcast Network. It is a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. Here is your host, Chris Swain. Today, on the podcast, we are talking about a what could be a controversial issue. We say that almost every week, by the way. <laughs> I don't know I if there's people, if there's a lot of controversy or people not. People getting tired of that. People huh? might be getting tired of that. I've got to stop saying that. Uh, but but the title is, I would say it's a little bit controversial. So once again, we're back at square one. <laughs> but uh, we're Old Testament Jewish people saved. Mm. It is a topic that is definitely one that once you ask the question, you think, well, surely they're God's chosen people. What does it mean to be God's chosen people? Is that even the same thing? Are we talking about salvation? Hmm. If Jesus is the only way to God, which when I read the Bible, that's what it says, and Jesus had not come to earth and died on the cross yet, how hmm. are Old Testament Jewish people going to be with, going to be with uh, God in heaven? Yeah. Great question, Chris. I'm glad you asked this. <laughs> You know, we say controversial, but let's be honest. A lot of the a lot of the topics we're learning about in this podcast are mm-hmm. just things we never have been taught before. Right. It's kind of like a series I, I was preaching at Long Hollow um, called "Enjoying God." Yes. Uh, and in that series, I was preaching on solitude and silence. A whole mm-hmm. sermon on silence, one on listening. Yeah. And uh, my mom called me on the way home, and she's like. Uh, how have I, and my mom's, you know, she was raised Catholic. We were raised Catholic yeah. for years, but she's been a believer for over a decade now. She said, how is it that I've never heard anyone preach on the topic of silence? Hmm. Why is that? I would say that too. And I've been a, I've yeah. been a believer for two and a half decades. Yeah. Maybe you're listening, saying the same thing. When was the last time you heard a whole sermon right. on encountering some? But 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 I yeah. think the problem is we can get so narrow-minded mm-hmm. in the books we read and the teachers we have. And I'm not saying we need to branch out and listen to guys right. who are liberal and heretical. What I'm saying is uh, we can get real yeah. close-minded, in a sense, to some of these topics. And so what we're going to talk about today is a topic I've studied for um, – uh, over over a decade and a half. Yeah, uh, and I would say this: when I became a believer, I remember thinking about this very issue just offhand. No one asked me the question, and I don't even remember why I was thinking. I was thinking, how did people before Jesus go to heaven? Yeah, and so I remember at that time, maybe I think I was nineteen years old, and I was just thinking, God did something different for them. There is chosen yeah, people. Yeah, it was different for them than it is for special everybody privileges. Else. Right, right, <laughs> and so. Uh, yeah. So uh, that theology was probably not the strongest. Well, it doesn't line up with God's <laughs> brand new believer. Yeah. Well, the one that trumps that is God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, there you God go. never changes. Okay, so yes, that's true. If God never changes, then we use that to right. kind of inform us as we go back. Okay, okay so let's get some things uh, kind of out in the open. Number one is this: I was taught, and I don't know if I was taught this in seminary, but I just learned this, and I just thought this early on: the Jewish people have a system to be saved. And right. the Christians have another system or process to be saved. Have you mm-hmm. you remember that? Yes. Okay. The Jewish people are saved by what? They are saved by faith. No, that's not what I learned. Oh, they are saved, saved by, by sacrifice. Yes, and the law. Right. So the Jews had this old, uh, you know, legal system, this old yes, dirty yes. law that they were following, and man, they never could uh, rise up to the occasion, and so. 
Um, you know, it was horrible for them. It was burdensome. And, and so, and then Jesus comes on the scene and thank right. God, Jesus releases us from all the law. So thank God right. we're born on this side of the cross because we got nothing to do yes. but put faith in God. And then the Old Testament saints, man, they had 613 laws and then they had the oral law and man, they had it way harder than us. Thank right. God we don't have the law. We have grace. Yes. Is that what you heard? It sure sounds right. <laughs> it sounds very similar. It's hard to push back on anything you just said. Yeah, no, that's what we that's what we think, okay? But then when you start to peel back the onion, you realize, okay, there's got to be more to it than that because there's yeah. no way God is going to set a high higher standard for the chosen people whom he set his eye upon, the apple mm-hmm. of his eye, the ones mm-hmm. he's welcomed into the fold, the ones he's called by name, the ones he's walked with through the desert. There's no way yeah. God's going to set up a system that is more intense and harder for them mm-hmm. than he is for New Testament, Gentile, New Covenant believers. Just think of that just you know, philosophically. That doesn't even make sense, right? Hey, yeah. listen, we've, y'all followed the law. Y'all had to dress a certain way, act a certain way, look a certain way, talk a certain way, serve me a certain way, show up a certain way. But you're a Gentile. Just say a prayer. Repeat after me. And you'll be saved. <laughs> and whatever you do from this point on is irrelevant because you're going to heaven. Yeah. That, doesn't, that doesn't even sound right. No. Okay. It doesn't even sound right. Okay. <laughs> so let, let me take you back to the Old Testament and uh, we'll go back to Abraham. Okay. And it says that Abraham, well, actually, we have this in Romans, but mm. it's talking about the faith of Abraham. Abraham believed in God mm-hmm. and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Mm. Okay. So we're getting a clue early on with the first father. Yeah. Okay. And it says that Abraham what? It says that Abraham, I mean. Where? Believed. Believed, that's right. Believed okay. in God. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was not sure where you were going. No, there, no, Abraham yes. believed. So what did yes. he do? He put his belief or faith in God. Yeah, he did nothing. Yeah. He believed in God and God reckoned him as right. Mm. So credited to his account the righteousness of God. Okay, yes. he didn't do anything to earn it. Yeah. Okay, Moses. Okay, you go to Moses. God calls Moses. When Moses accepts the challenge, God mm-hmm. begins to speak things into Moses's life. Mm-hmm. Moses hasn't done anything. In fact, everything Moses has done at this point has been bad. Mm. He killed That's a man. True. He's been in anonymity and obscurity for year forty years. Mm-hmm. He's eighty years old. He's got no credentials. Right. <laughs> He's got nothing to write home about. Can't speak. Yeah, <laughs> you know, can't can't talk. Right, paranoid in front of crowds. I mean, it's right. all all the things you wouldn't look for in a guy. Yeah, uh, if you're going to lead two million people, but God goes to him, mm-hmm. and Moses, you know, simply pick up the staff. Do you yeah. have faith? Throw the staff down. So it's faith. Okay, he's yes. not doing anything. Um, so the way the Old Testament saints were saved mm-hmm. are the same way New Testament believers are saved. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is always by faith in God, faith in a Messiah mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, faith in Jesus in the New Testament, okay? Mm-hmm. The only difference between Old Testament salvation and New Testament salvation is one thing, one thing. Hmm. It's always the same. The Old Testament saints put their faith in the coming Messiah, right. that God would send a Redeemer or Messiah. Now, a lot of them got it wrong in their mind to think what the Messiah's agenda was, but they believe the Messiah will come. Okay. Then in the New Testament, how does a person get saved? In the New Testament, a person places their faith in Jesus who has already come. Yes. And so so the Old Testament saints think of it this way. They're looking forward to the coming Messiah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They don't know his name. Yeah. 
the New Testament saints, us, if we're believers, mm-hmm. we're looking back to mm-hmm. Jesus's uh, arrival yeah. and death, burial, and resurrection on the cross. The Old Testament saints don't know his name. The New Testament saints know his name. Now, I'm going to show you a passage. Go with me to Hebrews. Okay. Hebrews 11 is, an, is a All great, right. great passage. Yes. About it's, Is this the hall of faith? This is the hall of faith. Some call it that. Yeah. Hall of Faith. Now, here's something to note about Hebrews 11 I mm-hmm. find fascinating. They call it the Hall of Faith. Mm-hmm. Okay, They don't call it... Now, we think the Hall of Faith means what? Like I Hall have of Fame. A Hall of Fame. It could be the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, These are the be. greatest of the greats. Yes, but think about this. We think Hall of Faith means what they believe, like, mm-hmm. like just what they got right. So if yeah. this was a Western American explanation, mm-hmm. we might share... Uh, and Abraham could parse the Hebrew language. Yeah. And Moses understood systematic theology. Yeah. And Abraham, right. you know, could explain deep doctrinal truths. Because we would think like the hall of faith or belief is head knowledge. Mm-hmm. But if you notice Hebrews 11, it actually should be called the hall of faithfulness. Mm. Because it's not about what they thought or mm-hmm. new. You mm-hmm. ready for this? It's about what they did. Ooh. That is a big difference. Now we're getting on to something interesting about faith. We're yes. starting to realize that the word faith is not just intellectual assent mm-hmm. as we have wrongly thought today. Yeah. It's not get, it's not just getting the facts right. It's not just answering questions, okay? Faith is it always leads to doing. Mm. Faith always leads to action, yeah. okay? So in the Hall of Faith you have this wonderful explanation, mm-hmm. okay? Men and women of the faith who who believed in God, and mm-hmm. it, when I watch this, always the same, believed in God and resulted in action. Mm. Now, we're going to read about the life of Moses, okay? okay. And uh, I'm going to give you the reference, and uh, we're going to come back right after the break. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to read it, mm-hmm. and I want the listeners to see if they can figure out All right. what's going on. Uh, Hebrews 11, verse 26. Hebrews 11.26 says, For he considered reproach for the sake of Christ to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, since he was looking ahead to the reward. Now the question is this. How can he consider reproach, attack, persecution for the sake of Christ, the Messiah, when this is Moses talking back, you know, 20-something hundred, 2,000 years before Hmm the coming Messiah. We'll find out right after the break. As you lead your disciple-making movement, the Replicate Network provides ongoing practical training and a community of like-minded church leaders to help you and your church thrive. Each month, you'll get frameworks, a Q&A time with Robbie Gallaty, and access to our online forums and groups. We will provide you with prayer and personal support practical resources, discounts, and benefits as you seek to make disciples who make disciple makers. Check out the Replicate Network today at replicatenetwork.com. And we're back trying to figure out how Hebrews 11.26 can be clearer. For he considered reproach for the sake of Christ to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt since he was looking ahead to the reward. You asked the question right before the break. How can he be looking ahead to Christ? Mm. 
And I'm asking now, what is the yeah. answer to that question? Yeah. And I said, uh, yeah, I said, uh, yeah. So we're going back to Moses. Right. I said 20, 20 something hundred. Moses yes. is 1300. 1300. Or 1400, really. To be clear, we want to be exact. We want to be when exact. We can. Yeah, I went and looked it up. I thought, that didn't sound right at all. Uh, <laughs> it's like the 13th or 14th BC. Okay. So how can Moses, 1400 years before the coming of Jesus, how can it say that he's looking forward to. Christ for the mm. future reward. Mm. This is the clue I want you to see. They didn't know the name of the Messiah back then, but they all worked and served and believed that God would bring the Messiah. Mm. That's where the faith is. Faith always has to, has to have an object. Yeah. You can't have faith in intellectual ideas. Mm-hmm. You got to have faith in an object. You have to have faith in a p- person. You yeah. know? So your faith is placed in so- can't just say, man, I have faith. Yeah. George Michael said that years ago. <laughs> Got to have faith. Okay, faith, many times, many got to have faith. Over, the faith, over and over again, yeah. yeah. And I wanted to say faith in what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's what you got to say. Okay, now let's go back to the first first time the word faith is used in the Bible. Okay, and um, I want you to go back to Exodus seventeen. That'll give us another idea of what faith. Okay. Uh, faith is like Exodus seventeen. Exodus seventeen, and this is when Moses just leads the people out of mm-hmm. the promised land. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of the um, bondage of Egypt. Right. They are heading toward the promised land, and uh, he strikes water from the rock. Okay. And then he goes into battle against the Amalekites. Right. Okay. In the middle of the battle, we see the first time the word faith is used in the Bible. Ooh. And remember, we talked about this I think in a previous season, but. They call this the rule of first use or mm-hmm. the first use of the word. Yeah. And what the Jewish hermeneutics, which is the study of the Bible, or Jewish scholars will say uh, that, that are um, studiers of the language, um, epistemology, semantics, yeah. and study of the language, what they would say is that the first time God introduces a word to us in, in the life of his people mm-hmm. sets the tone for how that word is used all throughout the Bible. Hmm. So the first time it's used, I'll give you another example. First time the word love is used. Okay. Do you know where it is? I'm going to throw out Genesis, but I think I'm wrong. No, you're right. Genesis 22. Yes. Abraham and Isaac, the offering ah, of... okay. Think about that. Yes. There's no greater love hmm. than the offering of a son Wow. by the father. <laughs> and then you make the connection to John right. or, or uh, John 3.16, for God so loved the world, he gave, he offered his only... Son. Okay. That's good. Uh, what's the first time the word worship is used in the Bible? The first time the word worship is used. I'm going to go back to Genesis again, just to roll the dice. No, you got it. Genesis what, though? There's a lot <laughs> yes. of books in Genesis. Uh, is of it, it's going to be, uh, I'm going to throw out chapter 15. Ooh, close. 22. Man, Same I always chapter. do that. I always do that. I was close. It to doesn't matter chapter. what it is. I'm going to say close, just to make you feel good. Uh, it's actually 22 again. Abraham and Isaac. You have the first time. Wow. He says, the boy and I are going to worship Ooh. the Lord. So you have love and worship in the okay. same chapter. A little insight there okay. telling you something. Uh, but the, the first time the word faith is used in the Bible, now mm-hmm. you won't find it in this passage just by a casual yeah. glance because it's not translated as faith. Mm. That's the key. So you've read this passage before, but you've yes. never seen the word. Okay. Okay. So I want you to read about this. They are uh, they're in the midst of battle. Mm-hmm. Moses is getting tired. Okay. So verse. Uh, let's read verse 10. Okay. And we'll go through 12. Joshua did as Moses had told him and fought against Amalek. While Moses, Aaron, and Hur were up to the top of the hill, while Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. But whenever he put his hand down, Amalek prevailed. 
When Moses' hands grew heavy, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat down. Then Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady until the sun went down. Ooh, okay. Here it is. Pop quiz. Where is the word faith in that passage? Mm. And I will tell you, it, it, the, the, it's not faith as we think of it. It's better translated as faithfulness. And I'm telling you, if you get this, mm. this changes your Bible reading all through the Old and New Testament. Yeah. Where is it? Uh, I'm going to just take a total guess and say remain steady. Ooh, that's it. Bingo. Wow. Bingo. Finally. You got After one all right. these oh years. For, oh, for three. Oh, a random one for guess. three. One for three today. Uh, <laughs> remained steady. The key yes. word there is steady. So the word steady is this idea of action or work mm. or continuing or persevering or faithfulness. Yeah. Okay. His hands remained faithful. Until the sun went down. Okay, now think about that. That changes the word faith because yeah. faith is not an intellectual assent in Bible trivia. Mm. Faith is not a parrot like response to a questionnaire from a pastor, mm. which is good for me. Right, right, right. But that's not faith, okay? So it it makes us even, and this is probably another podcast, it makes us even think about our salvation presentation, mm-hmm. our gospel pitch, because many yeah. of us may be creating a situation that is tr- truly unbiblical in the sense of say a prayer, repeat after me, now or never, you got it right, you can go do what you want, live like you want, we'll see you in heaven. Mm-hmm. That was never what right. you know, Jesus always said, hey, you want to come follow me? Not only are you going to have to confess me as Lord, but you're going to have to lay down your life. Oh, by the way, go sell everything you own and come follow. Oh, by the way, deny yourself, pick up your cross, die, and then – so you see, even Jesus didn't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, Okay, so we have this idea of faithfulness. A mm-hmm. better word in the New Testament, and I love this word, okay? Um, I think that – I cannot remember the name of the author, but it's a, it's a book called Salvation by Allegiance. Now, let me just give you let me just give you the little warning here. Yeah, I don't agree with everything in this book. Right. Okay. Uh, and the cool thing about it is, I don't agree with everything in a lot of books I read. Yeah. But I can read certain books I don't agree with to mine certain truths that mm-hmm. will come out of these. And so one of the things, as our that, listeners know, eat the fish and spit out the bones. Yes. Don't choke on the bones. Right. Okay. The guy's name is Matthew Bates. That's exactly okay. what I was going to say, but I didn't want to say that. that I, honestly, I want to that, point out that you did not know that answer. I, I, no, I will say for the record, this is not a fib. <laughs> I thought it was Matthew Bates, but then I thought Matthew Bates was some other guy, and I thought, I'm not going to say his name because he might have been bad. Okay, so Matthew Bates is the author, and he wrote this book called Salvation by Allegiance Alone. And mm-hmm. the, in the, I'm going to give you the cliff notes. Here's the yeah. price of the book. He says the word allegiance helps us in our modern 21st century lives understand what faith means. Mm. Because faith is this idea of this kind of, you know, uh, thoughts or concepts mm-hmm. or, you know, things in your mind. Yeah. Allegiance is different. Okay. If, if, Chris, you were in the military. Yes. Okay. When you signed up for the military, uh-huh. you signed over basically all of your rights I did. to I, the American government. I raised my hand and said, it's yours. That's for right. At least, right, right. At least four years and then four additional years after that, just Ooh, in case. Just in case, yeah. So when you, so when they say, Chris, you do blank, you don't, in your vocabulary, the, the word no yeah. is Legally not in your- did not exist. That's no. right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, we're getting up today for a run. Eh, I think I'm asleep in. <laughs> Okay, is that allegiance to the to the to the U.S. Marines? I'd say so. 
No, I mean if you say oh, no, if you no, say no, no, that's definitely not. No, no. Yeah. But if but if you sign up, you're saying I, my allegiance is to the Marines. Right. When they say go, I say where. When right. they say jump, I say how high. Yes. When they say stand in line, you say what line? You know, I mean yeah. that's that's the way you live. Right. Okay. If we're going to do that to an American organization mm-hmm. to fight a physical battle to protect our American freedoms. Mm-hmm. How much more should we be al- aligned with a supernatural king who has a kingdom that's everlasting, mm-hmm. who has given us salvation for eternity mm-hmm. and a spot in heaven and power today with the how much more should our allegiance be to him? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So faith I think the word faith, I mean it's a good word. I'm not I'm not saying it's not a good word. What I'm saying is when I started thinking about the word allegiance, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. That changes everything. That's true. Yeah, I think faith we have redefined it almost. And, yes. and that's the problem. It's not that the word is not good, it's that the way we uh we've contextualized it into the, you know, current modern American Christian faith, if you will. Yes. Has changed the way we think about it. It's a it's a one-time shot. And what we're saying is, you know, what how, how are you following Jesus today? Should yes. be the question that you're asking. Um it's a great question. Allegiance is a is a really good or, helpful visual as well because you're thinking I am aligning myself with Jesus Christ. Yeah, or a better question is where is your allegiance today? Mm. And the thing about allegiance is it's it's really a recommitment every day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like every day you're waking up, it's not like oh, I'm, I, I pledged my allegiance, you know, back then, but now yeah. I'm not. It's like choose this day who you're going to serve. Yeah, it almost sounds biblical, right? Yeah. It almost <laughs> I feel like I've biblical. heard that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Pick up your cross. <laughs> Die daily. Yes. Luke, Luke says, "Die daily." Yes. Why didn't he say? But why am I dying daily? I've already died. I've already, no, no, because yeah. you got to crucify the flesh daily. Mm. I, I always, I've heard this from Tim Lafleur years ago, and he said, "Every day you wake up, you have to have two things going on in your life. You have to have a a, a funeral mm-hmm. and a coronation every day in your mind when your mm. feet hit the floor before they hit the floor. Funeral coronation. The funeral is burying." The old man, yourself, mm-hmm. dying to self, mm-hmm. the funeral. And then the coronation is acknowledging Jesus Christ as Lord of your life, king and ruler. Mm-hmm. Your allegiance is to him today. Yeah. I think that's helpful that for us. Good. That's very good. Well, that's been a very interesting bit of information there. Helpful, hopefully, as uh, our listeners think about their own salvation. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, take a moment and share it with a friend. You can text it to them right now. Give us a five-star rating on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget, next week will be just as exciting, if not more so, with a brand new, even more controversial topic. Can't wait till then, uh, but until then, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive more free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.